It is a phenomenal song. You absolutely killed it. You I were caught it. in the moment. Did you see that picture of you singing it? It was it was great. on stage. I honestly, I apologize, but I want to say you were at the back of the trailer singing it. So like, I feel bad. I was in front of you for the shot. Yeah. I was standing right in front of you. I saw I'm a couple sorry. good shots where yeah. we were like, but I feel bad because I was I was right in front of you. On tapping the sticks. Let's rewind just about three weeks. We're we gonna go back to that. On tapping the sticks. I could talk Sam, about it. We're every on day. stage. We're throwing out merch. The crowd is going absolutely bananas for us. So DPK just, us and Luke on stage. Luke with a weed sprayer with God knows what concoction. I don't know what it was, thing. but it was delicious. I took about four <laughs> mouthfuls. They were just <laughs> ripping it down my esophagus. My uvula was just like and like just rushing down. And uh, it was like uh, the greatest feeling of my life. It's on camera. Unreal. Yeah, unreal. I miss it. But Let's speaking of on tap and merch, uh, on tap and the sticks and merch, I'm actually wearing the on tap. Oh, you and the are sticks, uh, first annual merch right here. Oh, that's so sick. Looking yeah. sexy. Hey, this is, shout out, shout out, Bodie. Which is incredible because we have Bodie on the designer for this for the flyer. If you've seen the Halloween and the sticks flyer. Oh, what a coincidence! Yes, and <laughs> this. Front patch of this on tap in the sticks, first annual <laughs> sweatshirt and T-shirt is incredible. I love this graphic. You kill it every time, hands down. You're Unreal. killing it. It's amazing. It's Unreal. It was phenomenal. Bodie made it great. So, so here's here's what we're gonna get into today. The meat and potatoes of today's episode is actually we're gonna bring it back. We had a lot of requests to go back to the conspiracy angles, right? Mm-hmm. And this Operation High Jump. Operation High multiple Jump, times. So, Tyler, can you explain to us a, just a general basis? You want me to start here? Of what Operation High Jump is. Okay. Well, at the beginning, I want to start off by just saying, welcome back to another episode of On Tap with the Boys. And today we have Bodie from Renegade Builders, our merch designer, Sam, Cody, Tyler. And yes, Operation High Jump. It is was a operation um, in 1947 to go down to Antarctica after, right after the treaties were signed for surrender from the Nazis in World War II, they were told that there was a secret Nazi base down in Antarctica. So uh, Admiral Richard E. Byrd was sent down to Antarctica in 1947 with 4,700 troops, 13 boats, and 33 aircraft on there to go down. It was like 4,700 guys. Yes, yeah, 4,700 troops, 33 aircraft, and 13 boats. So I actually have the exact... You have the numbers. I have the exact amount yeah. of what... Yeah, because I told okay. you I told you earlier today, I've been listening to a lot of stuff. I got a lot of stuff in my bank, but I did not write anything down. And you know I'm not the fact checker. Yeah. So you got the facts. So, so Operation High Why did you put jump. it on me then? He's the guy that's got it. I don't know. Are you, are you freaking out right Operation now? Operation High <laughs> Jump, yeah, yeah. which... Yeah. is to this date the largest Antarctica mission we've ever had. Mm-hmm. He was supported by 13 Navy ships, six helicopters, six flying boats, two seaplane tenders, and 15 other aircraft. There was roughly 40,000 people, or sorry, there was roughly 4,000 people involved. Incredible. See, yeah, massive. I, I, the, what, in my research, it was 4,700, but yeah, that's, that stands up. That holds in. Either way, that's a shit load. That's a lot. That's of, a lot. That's a lot of freaking Especially guys. For Antarctica. That's, like they must have been expecting. Something. That so, is an army on the basis of 
That's an arm. We think that after World War II, the Nazis retreated to Antarctica. We're going to go bust them up. Well, like, not, that's the whole basis of this thing, or no, what? No, it's not the whole basis of the Nazis retreated to Antarctica. It's, it, it is the Nazis expanded and built a base in Antarctica for some reason. They So, I think it was in 1942... It was before. right before World War II, before they invaded Poland. Yeah, they sent down a group to create a new um, a colony. They staked land called New Schwabland. New Schwabenland. New Schwabenland. Yes. Well, New Schwabland is actually how it is. A lot of people, well, yeah, you got to say it with German accent. But yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> New Schwabenland. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> great. Yeah. But yeah, so they went down and they were saying it was all for the purpose of weather, of Whaling, getting whaling, yep. whaling uh, to, for the war effort to uh, protect their oil ships or some shit. Yeah, it's like for like fat, like the fat off whales. They yeah. pass it off as like yeah, that's how they make differential they burn fluid it with in trucks. Make leader hosen out of it. Differential fluid is whale truck fat. Uh, yeah, differential fluid. Still, they still uh, do that. Probably, probably, there's actually probably a lot of, you get the really real shit, I guess. But a lot of auto parts. I got a vegan buddy. He's like not a douchey vegan. Like, it's actually pretty cool about it. But <laughs> except there is a difference. Bro. There is, yeah. Difference. He's just like, yeah, no, I just don't dig it. Okay, cool. So he he's said, so he's one of those vegans that won't tell you. He about does. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he does. Okay. He's like, it's actually a lot of research. Like, you'd be surprised how many like car parts, especially that was a big one. Like, really? Like, yeah, like like rubber boots and synthetic stuff like that. A lot Damn. of animal. Talk parts. about being like a. You know, that would be, that would separate you from the vegan to the extreme vegan. Exactly. When you go into O'Reilly's and say, is this animal safe? Right. And <laughs> That's so true. Sir, bro. this yeah. is a radiator boot. Yeah. But is it animal safe? For, for so much research going to that, just for something, you, you know. Yeah. Like, but that's dedication. That's exactly. what, that's also what separates the real vegans to right. just a. Uh, to the pussies. Oh. You said it, not me. I dog. said it. I you stand behind it. it. Yes. So dialing back, New Schwablin down in. Uh, Nazi Antarctica, and um, so Richard E. Byrd was chosen for this uh, for this endeavor. Yeah, why was he chosen? Okay. I think that's a big part of this as well. So he was the first person to ever have a solo flight, other than with his radio man, mm-hmm. over the North Pole and the South Pole. Nineteen twenty-seven, he flew over the North Pole. Yep. Nineteen twenty-seven. Actually, I have nineteen twenty-six. Okay, Ooh. sorry. So I actually that's why that's why he's got the shit written I actually, down. I would like so. Operation High Jump was something that the people knew about. They actually made a documentary about it right when they got back. It won mm-hmm. awards. Mm-hmm. But Operation High Jump that the that the government told you about is not necessarily what happened. And the whole reason that this is even a conspiracy is because of his private diary yes. that was found years later. Was it in like 2018 or... Um, it was something like it was that. Pr- it was, it was pr- actually so I just, published by his uh, by his like grandkid. Yes. Okay. So just to give you guys an idea of who Admiral Richard E. Byrd is, I just have a little timeline of his accomplishments. Yes, absolutely. So Admiral Robert E. Byrd, he started out his career World War One. He oversaw the mobilization of the Rhode Island Naval Militia. All so right. that was his let's, come up. Let's cheers to oh, the Rhode hand Island me the Naval honey Militia. Whiskey. Hand me the honey whiskey. I'm going to go with some... Uh, You're going some, with the apple pie moonshine. moonshine? Brought to you by... True North Heating and Air. <laughs> Better hit them up. It's getting cold right now in Minnesota. 
Get your heaters rolling with True North Heating and Air, and we're going to get our heaters rolling in a cheers to the Rhode Island militia. <laughs> cheers, Rhode Island with militia. This, uh, Boy bird. Apple pie. Apple pie moonshine. Okay, so go- continue. So he started his career out in World War One, and then 1926, he made his North Pole flight, which was the first flight over the North Pole. Ever. Ever. Damn. Then in 1928 to 1930, he made a small expedition expedition to Antarctica. 1934, he made a second trip where he spent five winter months by himself, and he actually almost died because he didn't ventilate his stove well enough. Oh, really? So he Guys, he was there by the yeah, literally, bro. <laughs> he was there by himself. He almost died from ventil from the ventilation. In People what? came to check on him. Ventilation in what? In his, tent. In, in his tent, his shack, whatever he's oh, living it's in. It's called time. a yurt. Okay. So, like call. carbon monoxide? Or imagine, yeah. that, imagine that's how you went oh. after surviving all that. Five Whoa. months in Antarctica by yourself. <laughs> the last so, people came that's to crazy. check on him, took so him home. He lived in Antarctica for five months. Five already. winter months. That's Not insane. even just regular months. Damn. So, then he goes after that, he goes on a third expedition where he went to study geology, biology, meteorology, and exploration. And this was a big deal because before they'd gone there just to look it up, but this was this was before Operation High Jump. This was a huge deal for him to go there and to study these things. So then World War II comes around. He serves as an active he is in active duty as a senior officer where he won his Medal of Honor. So then he goes Operation <laughs> High Jump in 1947 which was the largest Antarctica mission. Jesus. 1956, he goes for Operation Deep Freeze, which was his last trip to Antarctica. He likes cold shit, dude. Big cold guy. <laughs> and He's in Operation Deep guy. Freeze, that's where they set up permanent camps. Okay. So that was a big deal in itself, too. So just to give you an idea of some of the medals that... So he's well-decorated when it comes to going to the poles. Oh, wait till you hear this. So this is his... These are, this is just a few of his medals he's won. So this is just to build credibility credibility mm-hmm. for Three Admiral yep. Burt. He's won Medal of Honor, a Navy Cross, Navy Distinguished Service Medal, Legion of Merit, Distinguished Flying Cross, Navy Accommodation Medal, Silver Life Saving Medal, Antarctica Expedition Medal, Mexican Jesus. Service Medal, World War One Victory Medal, Asian Pacific Medal, and honestly, I got sick of writing him down Bro, at that point. This guy's a goddamn walking scrapyard. Just ripping around 10 cents a pound. This guy's worth a penny. <laughs> Unreal, dude. dude Unreal. He, so that's this is the biggest thing for me about this entire conspiracy is Admiral Robert Byrd was, he wasn't a fucking pussy. He wasn't no slouch. <laughs> like he, it's not like he was just some random dude that discovered this right. out in a state forest. You right, know? like no. this dude has serious credibility. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but was he not at the time the youngest person um Promoted to admiral? Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. So, youngest I mean, person at the time in the U.S. Navy to ever be promoted to admiral. Yeah, so good guy. So he has, mm-hmm. he's legit. He it's not like he's random or he was a rookie or he felt like making it up. Like he's a highly decorated officer yeah. in our so in our he history. Was, he was the right guy picked for the job. So what? what so he was the person picked to lead Operation High Jump. Then mm-hmm. correct. Yes. So now. What did he do? He led all these people to Antarctica, and then what? So there was 
this news that the Nazis had a base on Antarctica. So yep. we collected a lot of troops, probably a lot of people would say an overabundance of troops to go down to Antarctica and to eradicate this base, make right. sure that the Nazi regime was done, officially done. So for, for those of you that don't know, the huge rumor around the end of World War II also was that like the Nazis had found underground caves essentially in icebergs basically in Antarctica and they were building bases like in the ice and well, whatever. Like this was big rumors around like, World War II. Antarctica like in in itself is a continent. Like it's fucking huge. It's extremely it's massive. Like yeah. and it does hold like a strategic um when it comes to like, you know, placing bases. Like it does have like a big strategic like advantage if from, from the standpoint of fuck. how how right. how close it is. It to makes sense everywhere. that you yeah. would want it. Yeah. Because yeah. it's you know, it's Bigger than the U.S. Dude. I think it holds seventy like, percent of the world's uh, fresh water. Fresh water, and then there's not only is it like just ice. Like you know, your first thought is just like, well, you know, it's big fucking chunk of ice. But I, there's like mountain ranges. There's yeah. volcano active volcanoes, pyramids. Yes, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it, really, pyramids. I'm a big Antarctica guy. I touched dude, on it in too. the pyramid episode. I Antarctica is such a mysterious place. I feel like it's extremely unknown what is down there. And there's, I there's, don't remember what it is. Do Do you know the uh, the GM GM built a vehicle probably back in like the 50s or something to explore Antarctica? It had like massive wheels and shit. It was supposed to. They like, brought some sleds down there, bro. <laughs> no, dude, this thing was huge. <laughs> it was literally a a, a town on wheels where it would it was supposed to go across all of Antarctica and they're supposed to live in it and uh, it failed like the first week <laughs> miserably yeah failed miserably <laughs> but Antarctica is Yikes. incredible yeah um, and it's like but it, the cool part about Antarctica a little fun fact is that it's actually a desert mm-hmm. it, it it has not seen precipitation in an extremely long time really long time. I did yes. not know that fact yeah. it's the largest so it's all, desert in the world actually yeah just because of the fact that it does not receive any annual yeah. precipitation. It that's is as crazy, cold as fuck, bro. and it's, it, that's just how it is. They don't get new so snow. There's no snow. There's no rain. There's nothing. No. Damn. No. It's really windy. That's wild. Super windy, and it can get down to, like, temperatures of negative 70 degrees Fahrenheit. What is also crazy is because it's colder in Minnesota sometimes than it is down in Antarctica. Really? Yeah, I know that was always the thing. We'd be out in, in North Dakota. We went to yeah. college in Grand Forks, and it'd be negative 40, and people would say, Antarctica, it's negative 20 right now. Mm. It's colder in Grand Forks. Right, Forest right, right. Yeah, right. yeah I forgot about that. It gets it gets colder here sometimes than down there. Damn. It's wild. So it's actually not, I mean, when, when I it's think cold of Antarctica. As fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, when, yeah. I, when I think of Antarctica, like, as a kid learning about it, we just don't hear anything about it. We no. just don't. It's just cold because no, that's it. Because we don't know. Anything. I think exactly. Just like it's flat and it's cold and that's it. No, it's mountains and, and a lot of icebergs. And if you break it down, know. like like dude, like Pangaea, it all used to be one continent. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and everything used to be in a different spot. And like Antarctica, there is land. There is actual like you know, like I said, mountain ranges, dude. Like. And it isn't too far-fetched to think of, like, dude, like, okay, if there was land, there's probably shit that lived on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, point. And it's like, you know, it's, but we've never fucking dug into it. Right. So, so, so uh, Admiral Byrd. That was the whole point of it. 4,700 motherfuckers down to Mom Antarctica. Strapped. So, did you guys, Strapped. did you guys listen or read any of his journal at all? 
I yes. yeah, yeah. So do you understand what shit. happened the day that he that he even saw the aliens or Nazi aliens? Get into it right because now. Because it is fucking crazy. It, so that's the whole thing. Incredible. He gets, they get there and give us a timeline breakdown of what happens right when they get there. One disclaimer I want to throw out there, though. The journal entries, like the ones we're talking about, it actually was for the North Pole. Really? Oh, yeah. you talking the North Pole of the... Uh, the uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm talking about when he actually... Meets. When they... So, from what I understand, what I read is he was... Dude, so, he keeps his up. journal and he keeps the time throughout it all. Yeah, 0900. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So, he, he's going on a flight... And he's just, everything's going good. There's a, there's a small oil leak. You know, he's just, he's just putting down what's going on. All of a sudden, his journal entries start going crazy. He says, we're going over a land I've never seen before. I'm not sure what's going on. He describes, like, grass. Yeah. And, like, like actual land. Flowing streams. It's, mm-hmm. From what I understand, shit was just going crazy. And then he says, there's two aircrafts that are... Circular in shape. Saucers. That saucers that come up next to him with some kind of swastika on the side of it. And he's in his plane. And all of a sudden, he gets a radio tran- transmission through his radio in English that basically says, Welcome, Admiral Bird. We, come, we are here for you. You are in safe hands. We've been waiting for your arrival. Holy shit. And this, was, and this was a journal over the North Pole. And so this he's writing all this. Pole. He has no control on his ship. He is, he's completely to the power of what is controlling him. And they're flying side by side. Um, and he describes them as disc shaped. And so from what I understand. With swastika decals. Jesus. <laughs> he, so he, he gets into their base or whatnot, or he's in communication with them. And they told him. That they became aware of our existence when the nuclear bombs went off in World War II. That's what that's what the aliens told told Admiral Byrd in his journal. Well, I'm a I'm a huge conspiracy. I I don't know about it. I would say huge, but I'm a big I I really enjoy the stories of aliens and everything. And there was a massive spike of alien sightings and everything after right the after the nukes. That's when it makes shit sense, went bro. Wild. There's even the reports came. from like Russian bases, like all around the world, like at nuclear facilities, like in Russian bases, where yeah. where shit would land, mm-hmm. land like uh like right in front of them, practically. R- Rendlesham Forest. Oh yeah, I'm pretty yep. sure the Rendlesham Forest is over in Europe, and that was huge hotspot of alien activity. Yep. Mm-hmm. So from what I understand, there's like this other kind of smaller conspiracy off of that is that essentially the reason why we the general public doesn't know about it is because like the president at the time, who would have been Eisenhower, Eisenhower yeah, essentially met with these aliens and made a deal with them that they couldn't abduct anyone to do any testing unless it was in certain parts of the world. That's and a it, whole theory. And in the yeah. United States, it was like only national. And that's where the 411, that's where the 411 right. comes in. Right. Yeah. So what? So what is the four eleven again? So there has been four hundred and eleven people taken, um, which are conspired to be by UFOs. They have all been in state forests, and they are all some sort of German descent. And I do want to touch on the fact that UFO stands for unidentified flying object. Or UAP. We are not no. uh, flying phenomena. That's true. UAP. 
Yeah, they changed the label. And identified aerial phenomenon. UAF. I, I believe UAP. 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 Yep. Yeah. <laughs> UAP. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. It's a little rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just want to touch on that, that we're, we're not saying it's directly aliens. It's just unidentified objects. Um, it, just it goes back to... It's random. I want... They don't know. Well, it, we're not saying directly that it's aliens, but in an indirectly way we are. I mean, that's but, a, that's a literal definition of it. It's unexplained. Yes, unexplained. Something you don't know. And it's it's like all the hype recently, too. Like, what was it, a couple years ago where the Pentagon came out with the footage of the... Uh, was it David Fravor? Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and like... Uh, he was on He was on Rogan. Yep. There's actually... Yeah, Jeremy Corbell... Yep, um, he did a movie about him. Yep, really yep. good, really good documentary. I did not see the documentary. Oh, I did. <laughs> what was? Uh, I forget the name of it. What? But yeah, like the Pentagon. Um, Pentagon releases that, and then not too long ago, like fairly recently, like within this year, I believe, is uh, um, they're changing the uh, the the rules on like. Because, like, for years and years, like, Navy pilots, like, that's the thing among Navy pilots especially, is that they, like, see these things all the fucking time. All the time. And then it's just, like, you know, just one of those things where it's just like, oh, yeah, we don't know what the fuck they are. But now, like, within the, I think it was 2016, that Fravor video came out, something like that. And they're, like, they're getting more bold. Like, they're flying alongside, like, their crafts and shit now. And now, now they're changing the structure on if you see it, you're like encouraged to report it, like to your to the chain of command. Whereas before, like swipe. Sometimes they make you sign like an NDA, or it was just kind of like a thing. You don't. You just they kept that shit on wrap. Keep it, it yourself. Yeah, yeah. So it it's it's like actually like there's some sort of legitimacy to it now, mm-hmm. and like even other countries like China sees it, Russia sees it, all the other world powers like they're do, they're seeing the same stuff, and they. You know, Describing it, like, it the same way, but in different kind right. of formatting. Yeah, and it's like as our, you know, our radar systems, like military-wise, like they've, I think it was like right in 2016, I believe, that like they upped their radar systems to now there's more data pointing to it. Whereas before it was just like, you know, word of mouth. Like, yeah, it's not a fuck weird thing or whatever. It's like, okay, but now there's actually like, we have better graphs, better tech. And we can actually document it that they're okay, that there is something there and there is footage to line up with it. So it's like in this one event, there's like three, four data points that can prove that it was a real thing. Dang. Which is wild. And it's like we just updated our tech. And, and this is all shit that's like not it's so mainstream media. You know, like it's all just, it, I feel like it's just swept under the rug. But like even we're, now, we're blinded by, there's so so much of the shit coming out now, but mm-hmm. nobody's even talking about it. But. Well, dude, that's the thing. It It, it, it is now. Like it, it's, but it's going more that taboo way. a little bit. You right. Know? I yeah, think they're just like, trying to. Don't talk. Like you're, yeah. you're stupid. You're crazy. Well, I can already tell. What do you think the percentage of our, our normal listeners? I'll be like, damn, these guys just went off the handle. Like they're going crazy. I don't think very many, honestly, because I, I think it's normal care. now. It's mo- way more normal now. I had my aunt message me about the last episode, and I think for sure she's going to be like, man, these kids are losing the, Like the, py- <laughs> the pyramid one? Dude, I thought that was uh, pretty normal. No, the Rust City one. She oh. wasn't a huge fan. 
Oh, <laughs> what did she say? Give a little bit uh, of a She said, I listen to the podcast to hear about things going on around the world that amazes me, not things <laughs> Tyler's oh. aunt is racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had to bring a Jew on the cast. I did not say that. I did not one. say that. I did not say that. Okay. So, okay. Wait, but we're giving please. her things that are not local this week. Guys, <laughs> so, Tyler, do you... So, we kind of broke it down to where they... They were sucked in by whatever this UFO is. Well, that was in, in, in the North Pole. We're going to go upon that. This was prior yes. to Operation High Jump. So yes. my my fucking that Those journal fun. entries were from the North Pole. That was pre-World yes. War II. It was. So then what? This was part of the reason why he was brought Operation in. Operation High Jump. So on Operation High Jump, well, I just want to go back to the New Schwabland. Um... They said they went down there for weather circumstances and stuff and like to gather information, but like you know the way Hitler was and what they did, they were they were not about just gathering scientific weather data. Right. Like they they knew they something had, was there. They were gonna study some penguins down here. Yeah, they us. had a lot of underlying things to do and stuff. Yep. So when they went down there, there's reports that when they got close, uh, they sent out um airplanes to go search the land and stuff and find things and there was reports of UFOs coming out of the um, water, out of the water, which would change to USO, unidentified submersible object. I think, but uh, they came out and then they came up and they came. In, they went into a firefight, and there's actually reports that they sunk one of the ships, and they took some men down with them as well. So that is one thing that I wanted to say is. So Operation High Jump was supposed to be a five to eight year expedition from what I understand. Right. And it actually got cut extremely short. What was it? Two months? Five months, I think. Or sorry, five to eight months. To reiterate. I was going to say, that's what I was mouthing to you. I said months. Five to eight months. I'm pretty sure it's five to eight months, not years. I I know you're the ones with people. You're the one with stuff written down. It actually, it got (laughs) cut very short. Yes. And so I, I wrote it down. So there are. They got scurred. 80 people died on this expedition with no explanation. Yeah. Zero. And then not only no explanation, but there was actually, there's been people recently with like within the last 20 years that have been like, hey, we know that these 80 people have died. Let us go down there, get their remains, give these families what they deserve, a proper burial for their family who just didn't come back. And they're just like, nope. Yeah, you cannot. Well, I've t- I've talked about it before. Antarctica, if you go down there, it is it is illegal to go to Antarctica. And if you step foot on Antarctica, you are under you get punished by your country decides what you get punished by. And in America, if you go down there, I think it's $14,000 fine and 5 years in prison. Unless you get the proper like it, Yes, you have to yeah. have permits and okay by the government to go there. Mm. Or else you are not allowed to go there, not allowed to step foot. So, and that's all of the countries. So, like all of the countries in the world have this, this, they have decided that Antarctica is for research and you do not go down there unless if you're okay to go there, nobody else is allowed to go there. So, uh, it's just wild that everybody has came to terms that you don't go there. All the, and just all agreed, the like, yeah, you just can't yeah. be well, there. Like, no can, one's taking it over. It just is there. Also, yeah. though, during... I believe, I like, I want to say that it was like after World War II, like 
all these countries signed that. They they made a treaty and signed it, but mm-hmm. coincidentally, meantime, right after that, in the meantime, the U.S. was down there. Britain was down there. Fuck Germany was down. Like they were all still dabbling in little pieces, you yeah. know. Like let's still check it out. Did we piss him off or what happened? <laughs> I don't know. He just left. Sam Scam's Sam, gone. Sam just got up and left. Sam's I'm out. Scared. I'm guessing he wanted a bathroom break. But okay, so r- now run me through the timeline after this. They get there. So they all got of a sudden, there. now they're cut UFOs? short. How how short were they cut? No. They were supposed to be there five to eight months. They were there how long? I don't know exactly. I thought he was going to tell us, but I think it was two months. Maybe I cut him off. I feel bad. I think it was two months. Okay, so they they were cut super short. So like, obviously something happened. Like you don't bring. 4,700 guys, no, roughly 4,000. You don't bring roughly 4,000 guys down there just for them to turn around at less than half the length of time you thought you were going to be there without something drastic happening. No. And not let other people go down to bring remains back. Like, if it was something natural disaster, if it was a fall down a mountain, if it was something of that sort, that. they'd be like, you know what? Yeah, it, was, it happened this way, and this is how we're going to get the remains back. Or at least let other people go get them. But no, they're just like, nope, you cannot go out there, and we're not going to tell you why. And in two months, 80 people? That's a lot of accidents, you know? a lot. So it was two months only that they were there? Yeah, two months. So what was... These UFOs came out of the water, and they started attacking dogfights, sunk a ship, and then they... Came over the radios, reportedly in a German accent. No, this is back at the North Pole. This is no, this is South Pole. This. This oh, is this South is Pole. South Pole. Okay. Yes, they came up. They got in a firefight. They sunk the ships. That's where these reportedly these people died. It, this is this during is Operation High Jump. During Operation High Jump, they sunk a ship, and then they came over the radio in a German accent, saying, "You don't fire, we don't fire," and they stopped shooting at each other and stuff, and they just decided to get the fuck out of there. I wonder if there's like. Did were there any like ships that got hit but not sunk? Like I wonder what kind of weapons they had. So there was actually a ship, and I don't remember Wexler. It was the the name of a ship that was supposedly sunk at the place in Antarctica where they were at, and then later on they have documentation of that ship not actually being sunk there. They have a document. I'll I'll have, I'll have to do more research on that. Obviously, there was. There was something about a ship being sunk in Antarctica that there is record of it being sunk in Antarctica somewhere. I don't know if it was in maybe in the Journal of Bird or not, but then there's real documentation by the, by the government saying that this ship was actually sunk. It was like six years later by Europe. So some people think that it may have been like a cover-up from the operation or why the reasoning why it sank. And where it sank, yeah, because of hidden cover. the reason why it actually sank. And that's like a good. That's I mean, that's a slick move on their part to kind of like wait, and then you know, six years pass, no one gives a fuck. But that's right. that's kind of especially the, when there's no social media or anything to yeah. post about it. Oh right? yeah, six yeah. years pre-social media was an <laughs> extremely long time. So easy to swipe, th- uh, sweep things under the rug. Back oh then. yeah, I mean shit. Because back then, if TV back then, basically no. your only way of everyone finding out was. Newspapers. Yeah, the radio now. That was it. And radio. <laughs> newspaper and radio. As long as newspaper and radio didn't figure it out, like you were, you were golden. You were golden. And that, I feel like that's pretty It was such a easy. controlled source of information. It was like on lock. And yeah. nothing got out unless it was like carefully crafted. Right. The, the true uh, years of propaganda where all of your people believe exactly what you t- what you tell them because there's right. no right. reason to know anything else. Well, and that's another part of this too. The 
the other side of this that makes it almost not true is that this was a lot of Russian propaganda, a yeah. lot of anti-Russian propaganda at this same time frame right because around the of Cold World War II. But um, after the Cold War, when the Sol- when Soviet Russia was uh, resolved, uh, the KGB was forced to um, declassified classified information that they had at the time in 1991. Mm-hmm. They declassified their files, and Operation High Jump was under their files as well, and was released to the public with their standing as well, which kind of backs it up, coming from the KGB instead right. of the American military. Right. But it's, here's, it's, I mean, that's the yeah. thing, though. I mean, at the end of the day, if it was something that was, like, history-altering in a negative way, or someone perceived it as a negative way that it's history-altering, they cover it. would they even allow it to be released? I mean, I, I find it hard to believe that these people would just be like, all right, yeah, I guess we have to tell you exactly how it happened. Yeah, what would they you know what I mean? Like, from like, it? Yeah. We don't no, know the point. difference. Like, they're, if, but, if they're knowingly going to be like, this will change the course of history in in what they perceive as a negative way, what is their incentive to actually release that? You know, if they think they're doing their country or the world a service by not telling it how it is, then why would they? Well, that's why it's coming. It's, it's really coming out lately um, right now, because if you think about it in 1947, uh, 40, 700 people, 4,600, roughly 4,000 people went down there. <laughs> if you th- if you think the military at the time, 18, let's just say they were born in 1930, yep. these people would be 90 years old right now. So these people, they are passing that went on this mission, and they're kind of coming out like they were sworn under secrecy. Right. But now they're kind of Now they're just, like, all right, I got nothing like, hey, to lose. That's exactly yes. what Bird mentions in his journal. Because yeah. um, in, the, in the journal, when he talks about the North Pole adventure, that's when he meets like the you know, the, the UFOs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it like has his entries in, and then he actually went back in his journal, like right around the time he was like going to die. And he writes in there, like, you know, I was, this was kept under wraps. I was told that, you know, to keep this a secret. And he considered himself like a loyal, you know, a loyal lifer. He served his country. Yeah, so exactly. He so he's so crazy. So he was, so, he was so sold on that, that like he was doing his country a service by keeping it under wraps. And back then people had such a devotion to their country and protecting their country. Especially around World War II. It is II, not dude. far-fetched that these people would keep well, their mouth and let's closed. And not, let's not forget about the fact that even in the 40s, people didn't have access to all the information they have today. So people, I mean, this is a hot opinion, but, People were a little more simple-minded. Unless you were willing to read book after book, right. you didn't mm-hmm. know shit. Like, yeah. you weren't forced to know anything. And people, mm-hmm. because of how big religion was, mm-hmm. nobody wanted to go against go the church. Those because if you yeah. believed in UFOs, then that You're was against the, the Catholic religion. Every, pretty much every religion. It was, it was against it. So people weren't for right. UFOs or aliens. Like, nope, not real. Evolution, not real. Nope, nope. So it was all God. Let's bring it back to the journal. Now, uh, like, what else was in the journal? So he gets captured by these, essentially captured by these UFOs, brought to where? Like, what happens after that, timeline-wise? When he's at the North Pole, this is pre-Operation High Jump. Yeah. Admiral Byrd. So he, like, I I just read it, like, not too long ago, so it's still somewhat fresh. But, like, so he pulls up. 
he loses control of his aircraft. The the two swastika UFOs pull up. And then he loses all control, but like he's still flying. So then they they land and then that's when like these beings, like super tall was it like super tall fair They say he's like nine feet tall. Yeah. The and then grays. the grays. Because it's kind of what it come, come under is the grays. You know, the, you have reptilians and the grays. If you section aliens into two different things, it's the reptilians and the grays. It's oh. mainly what it is. Oh, so you're for segregation. Uh, <laughs> as, as I will 100% segregate aliens. Hey, that's good. I respect me. that. Yeah. Yep. Which ones are good and which ones are bad? Oof. They're all good, buddy. <laughs> We're the bad ones. Ooh. Great fucking answer. Dude. Damn. Damn. So, so then he sees this nine safe. foot being. He says they pull up to a uh, like a it was like a city made of like crystal, right? And then he gets escorted into this like into this city, and then they get in this elevator and it goes down, and then they bring him. They say they're like taking him to here. I actually got the transcript. He went to a, like a, a galactic federation type of ordeal aboard in front of the aliens. and Like and Lilo correct. and Stitch. He like, basically... Kind of. Dude, right. that's exactly what I was thinking when you said galactic <laughs> and, and they bring him, whatever. They bring him to his, uh, like their bosses basically, like the head honcho in charge. Yeah, uh, who's the the Sith? <laughs> and Star um, Wars. Shit. Uh, I forgot uh, his name. Uh, Senator Palpatine. Palpatine, yes. yeah. <laughs> one of the what is, well, what is that one What line? does he say? What does he say? You said it before. It's like, kill him. <laughs> it's Galactic Federation. No. <laughs> what, what's the one meme? It's like, get him or kill him. You know what I'm talking about? Do it. Was that? Yes. Do it. Do it. Do it, do it. Do it now. <laughs> do it. So he meets Emperor Palpatine. And yeah, that's when he says, like, you know, we didn't really give a shit about you guys, so he started dropping nukes. Yes. And and yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, So they like in this journal they say We have Okay, so Bird says they knew about the existence essentially of of our civilization. They've been keeping an eye. For a very long time. Mm -hmm. For a very long time. But they didn't care. Until we started dropping bombs on each other. Right. And like they nuclear bombs specifically. And they have um and that's what he goes to describe is that like, you know, they just kind of kept to themselves. They're obviously way more advanced than we are. Um uh the, and they refer to themselves as the inner world. The inner world of the earth, we shall not delay your mission, and you will be safely escorted back to the surface and for a distance beyond. But now, Admiral, I shall tell you why you have been summoned here. And then he goes on to talk about the nukes. We have never interfered before in your racist wars and barbarity, but now we must, for you have learned to tamper with a certain power that is not for man, namely of that atomic energy. And he goes on about that. Yeah, it's pretty... So this kind of feeds into the hollow earth theory. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to give us some give us some feedback, I guess, in the comments if you want us to go into hollow earth theory, because this is where the whole hollow earth thing comes from. There is a hole at the North Pole or a portal at the North Pole and a portal at the South Pole, and that's how you enter the hollow earth. I feel like saying that portal makes it seem more like a video. Yeah. Game. No, I get what you're I saying. Was the portal, that's I was like... the portal keeper. <laughs> I, I have been the portal keeper before. The the legitimate portal keeper for the night for the squires. Catholic Church, when I was probably 12. Oh, Knights was, of Columbus. No, that was the pre-Knights of Columbus, Squires. Oh. 
I was portal keeper. I had to close all the doors before we did the meeting. Did you get to drive the go-karts? <laughs> no. Did you get to, I bet you took that them? shit real seriously, bro. <laughs> Dude, I was, at the time, I was, like, pumped. Like, I get to do something, you know? And I was... Portal keeper. I made sure the door. For were everyone closed. listening, he's got his arms crossed like a bouncer. Yeah, dude. Right no, because <laughs> yeah, no, no. I had PTSD. I had PTSD when I went back to the portal keeper because I was like, "This is what I used to do. I would stand in the corner and watch the doors while we did our secret meetings." That's some Illuminati shit. That's though, actually right? I didn't do that at all. <laughs> so fine. I, I just, I just have to say, in this whole situation, mm. bro, I fucking believe all of it. So. I think that is the beauty I want to just touch again. This is a conspiracy theory. This is not 100% fact. There is some facts. Operation High Jump was, in fact, a thing. 4,600 people were, in fact, sent there. Um, there's, it, there's a very big gray line and things coming out and stuff that might not be completely true, but that is the beauty of conspiracy theories. That's why I love them so much. It makes you think. It makes you... Good thought experiment. It makes you come up with ideas, makes you come up with connections. And, and if, you th- if you think about it, like, how little we know. Like, we, we, we put, don't know a shit about We put fuck. people on the fucking moon, but we don't know what's at the bottom Did of the ocean. Hey, <laughs> that's the nice next one, bro. Did Kubrick? There was a Kubrick oh. that directed it in the moon landing. Who knows? But it's oh. like, just, we, we don't know. We don't know what's what's at the poles. Yes. Like, there's very little research done on it. And it's, and there's like, there's history there. Like, mm-hmm. there's, we haven't dug into it. Like, there's, like, mile, yeah. mile yeah, right. and thick why? sheets of like, ice it's with not land like we can't. Right. It's not like we can't. One, we, it's not like we can't. And it's like, okay, would, mm-hmm. it be, would it be too far out of the bounds of reality to say, like, could there have been, civil, like, civilizations before? I don't know if you guys are into Graham Hancock. Yes, sir, dude, dude. I've been grinding that shit. Oh, my God. It's brilliant. I have no idea who you guys are talking about. Oh, so, you got to get on Hancock? Yeah, dude. Is he a podcaster? He's on he? Rogan all the time. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah, he actually just dropped. They like, It's actually like really good timing because like he just wrote like one of the newest Rogan episodes is with him. But, I haven't listened to a whole lot of Rogan. I actually feel like I kind of have like a sort of boycott to it where I try to stay. I don't know. I love the Theo Vaughn episodes. I, I don't know. There's certain ones that I, I watch, but I don't just go and definitely give it a watch because like his whole, he's a lifer, like. In uh, in this and like his whole thing is that like the what we've been told of like how old like humans are is there's more and more data pointing to that we're actually go way back further than anything. Well, ever his thought. big thing is the archaeologists have yeah. a monopoly over the whole dating system. Yep, because whatever they say, we just have to stick with. Gotta yeah, believe it. The status quo, which he like he believes in Atlantis. He believes that there was civilizations way before the Egyptians, like, and they're he's they're deep. finding shit in the Amazon, like just oh, dude, the Amazon. They should do Quebec ten episodes on that. Oh, There's yeah. so much shit, and it it grows, it goes so wide. But just to bring it back to Antarctica and Operation High Jump, yes, and everything they talk about. There's actually there is caverns. Underneath Antarctica, pockets of air under right. Antarctica, volcanic systems with. You know, yeah. warmth. And there's this theory that there's oasises under the ice sheets. There's oasises under there. And there was one thing, uh, Fitbit. Did you guys hear the Fitbit conspiracy? Mm-hmm. No. So when Fitbit came out, it tracks everything you do and where you walk and everything. Well, I believe 
This is going to get fact-checked on me. I know it. But I'm just going to throw out 2018. Fitbit released this information to the public kind of to show like a uh, kind of an ad campaign for them. Look at all these people and what they're doing. They're so active. Well, there was maps down in Antarctica of people with Fitbits that were walking in circular shapes and in certain patterns that would show like there's a base or a community in Antarctica in places that were supposedly uninhabited. But they were wearing a Fitbit? But they were wearing Fitbits, uh, and this was released. And then the, gov- shit, and the government bro. told them that you have to hide this. you got to get rid of this. But people screenshotted them and have these, this information before it's taken down. So if you want to search up Fitbit Antarctica Damn, uh, conspiracy, search that up, and you can see that. Fucking penguin stole the Fitbit, so dude. My yeah. thing with this whole conspiracy is I... Okay, so who are we? We haven't we haven't discovered much of space. We don't know we don't know a lot of space. There's galaxies upon galaxies but, that we've never seen. Yes. So who are we to say that there's not another planet planet mm-hmm. that can in, oh, fuck. <laughs> I need to slow down on the liquor. Planet. Yes. There's not another planet that can have some sort of being living there. Who are we to know that they didn't do I that makes complete sense that they were watching over us. Everything was fine. They knew about us. We drop a nuke and they're like, all right, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. yeah get I see how it is. together. And get then if you're going to have a base anywhere, if they've been looking at us, they would obviously know to go to Antarctica. Here's, here's my uh, connection correlation thing that I connected. Why are we so adamant on exploring space? when there's still parts of Earth that would be way cheaper that we have not fully explored. Like the oh, yeah. Amazon, bro. Antarctica, Amazon. Mariana Trench. The Yeah, the ocean. Yeah. There's so much of the ocean that's undiscovered. That we know of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, why are we, we don't trying, know. We're not there. You would think it'd be way fucking cheaper to do that than to send people into space. At least I would Or to think. mass colonize into space. Yeah. <laughs> but... That's all just, that's kind of this correlation that I thought. And another one that I I came up with that I have not seen anywhere else, but the whole uh, um, Antarctica is a desert. Um, and also there is, on Google Earth, people have found a pyramid shape in Antarctica. And Antarctica is a desert, and Egypt is a desert and has a pyramid. Yeah. It kind of seems like, you know, in these... Pyramid structures are found all over the world. It kind of so ties back in that sorry. that they're this power plant and used to and there there's a conspiracy that they used to there were a power plant and powered these certain spaceships and shit. But um, it's kind of like climates. I you know? love this shit, bro. Oh, it just dude, gets my I, mind going. I know I, it makes you think, dude. Dude, can I throw some out there? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Sorry, sorry. So, no, you're good, dude. I was riding that wave, dude. Um, like, hear me out, right? I'm listening. So, like, back to, like, Graham Hancock. Like, his whole thing is that there was a series of cataclysmic events that damn near wiped out the human race. Like, the re- the like, reset button. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's kind of looking like it happened more than once. Mm-hmm. Now, we all used to be one continent, and then everything broke up, and there's, like, land. in Land underneath, like, those sheets of ice and everything. Now, what if those civilizations, they knew either knew it was coming or prepared for it, which they have found, like, a series of, like, underground cities in Turkey called Derin Kuyu, which was, like, which 
was able to house thousands of people for weeks on end. You just introduced this to me off air. I have never once heard anything on this, and I'm fascinated by it. Absolutely, and I cannot wait to learn about it because the the just what you have told me in a short period of time is incredible, dude. It's wild, and it's like it. And they found like they don't know exactly how old it is because like carbon dating, it only goes off of carbon. So like if it was like organic material, they can date it back. Well, they found artifacts back like in these cave systems that are like 3,000 years old, but they suspect that like that was just stuff that people brought shit down there, you know? Yeah. Like left their lunchbox or something. <laughs> like, you know, like, they whatever. were down there digging for treasure and left their fucking bowl. Oh, right. Sandwich. So there's not like, okay. Now, the, are these tunnels not like living quarters? No, it's, they're, li- they're meant. It's just tunnels. No, they're meant for living. There's like, they have it like sectioned off, like stairs and cubbies and like, Literally meant to like house thousands of people underground. They have condos, suites, townhomes, apartments. <laughs> they're actually t- they're actually a timeshare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the cool part about it is that you actually own part of this. <laughs> so like, and you get to I'll choose there, anytime you can be. There. I'll be there during part of the natural disaster, and then you can be there the other part of the natural disaster. <laughs> but we only pay for half of the natural disaster. Absolutely brilliant. Another conspiracy theory: fucking yeah. timeshares, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> now, what if there was a civil Civilization that that stuck with it, you know, and yeah. it just kept on doing its thing down there. Yeah. So, so the craziest if- thing is that comes to mind when you say like there potentially could be people living underground for really we don't know how long, depending on what was going on above. At least the five surface. years. At least so five like years. seven. You live how long without getting any vitamin D f- naturally from the sun? You live underground. No sunlight. I picture pale, maybe even gray, maybe even lizard-like no people that start to develop. So I mean, hey, gotta get lizard point, people. Yeah, because one thing we do know <laughs> can we can we all communitively agree evolution is a thing? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yes, word. So you evolve, you adapt to your climate. When you're under, when you're underground, you're look at the Galapagos Islands. Exactly. And if they had the tech to build the pyramids back then, they knew what they're doing. There's like, something going on. I'm not convinced s- by the pyramids. It's fucked, dude. And if they stuck, you know, if they stuck with their knowledge of that tech and kept advancing that, it's like, dude, there's no doubt that they would have craft by now. So one thing we were talking about right after the pyramids episode that I, I thought about is like, okay, if if the Egyptians were such an advanced civilization to be able to have all these skilled workers, precise measurements, all of this unbelievably efficient work, then why is like is the downfall of Egypt not more well-documented? It's I a guess. reset button. It's a reset button. There's They're all no, doing that's, cocaine. Cody, that's a fucking no. great point that <laughs> I never thought cocaine. of, bro. The recorded, there is actually... Um, it is well documented. Throughout history. I don't know shit about it. No, no, what I'm saying is that's a great fucking point. Why do we not talk about the downfall of Egypt? Well, Because, like, the downfall of Rome is extremely well known. Well, think, And think we, the, we learn off of that. And I know that's a lot more recent than, than the Egyptians. Right. But, like, at the same time, like, I mean, no records at all. Of anything happening to the point of like what if that happened in the day where they, they didn't have time on. to fucking carve a goddamn asteroid into a rock to show us? <laughs> yeah, had other suppose. things to worry about. You're right though. Throughout but, the, but history, that's what though, I'm saying. It's like they're um Christianity. 
Christianity actually had a lot to do with it because throughout history, um, a lot of shit was burned. Oh, a lot the of dark ages destroyed. They, you know, I forgot dark about that. Ages. And same thing with uh, what was it like? Because things that were considered to be blasphemous yep. were just like basically destroyed. They, and there was a they erased the, everything. Yep, the really big one. I think it was like in goddamn what was it? Like wasn't twelve hundreds was medieval. So we we talked about this before, but like basically, there's this theory that we don't know what year it actually is because of the dark ages. There's a whole hundred years missing. There's a whole like hundred years that have nothing. That we could be a hundred years off on where we're at. I think it's more than that. Maybe a thousand. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck it. Fact check me. You know I'm usually <laughs> nah. nothing really happens in nine hundred years, so it doesn't matter. It's pretty matter. crazy that we live in this world that has been a world for thousands, if not millions, of years, mm-hmm. and we just happen to be in 2022 right now. We're completely clueless. I mean, here's one thing that r- really fucks with me is that like. Okay, we're we're in 2022 now. All of us have been alive for over 20 years. Are in, we though? <laughs> are we? I don't know. Simulation. So what I'm what I'm getting at is just in in the 20 something years that we've all been alive, we've like everything has changed so much to the point that the way people live their lives, the way people believe things, is all completely different from when we were even born. Well, so, for us, just in lit, for us years. though, dude, the internet changed things so that's what fucking I'm crazy. But imagine it's it's not the internet; it's horses, it's cars, it's yeah. just the way that you live your life. Every time there's a a change, it just like drastically changes but, everyone's lifestyle. But this is an insane an insane amount in the last hundred years. Oh yeah, if you compared. Uh, 1700 to 1800, they wouldn't be blown away. Yeah. They, there was literally... I completely agree with that. No, I, no, I think so. I completely 1800, I don't think any change. It was much more of a gradual yeah. change. Because the Industrial Revolution, was that not like like early 1900s? Yeah. Yeah. That's when fucking Power Ford started gripping shit out. That's when well, shit was, started taking off. Or else it was literally once, once the U, like the Declaration of Independence was signed. Like, no bullshit, dude. Like, after that... Like opening up free market because it was a brand new like idea of how to construct a society, right? And that I think that had a lot to contribute to it too. Like it can't be ignored, you know. So I'm sorry since you brought up the, the since you brought up signing the Declaration of Independence, it made me think of Benjamin Franklin, and I think we have to do our next episode on him, dude. That guy's a player, bro. Shit, dude. Well, did you hear about all the bodies they found in his fucking home? He owned. No, a that's, a that's a conspiracy. That no, is a conspiracy. It is not a conspiracy. I will they not take found bodies. They that have, is, but you want to, I can go into this right now. And I do know they Benjamin dated, <laughs> They dated these shit. bodies to Benjamin Franklin's time. But he was in America and they leased his house. And at he the was time, not in grave robbing was known at the time as a common practice right. because you could All not right. study. So he did stuff. have a partner that lived I in know, his basement. I, I do know Benjamin Listen, Franklin. Hell yeah. You know what? You were focused, Let's save it. dude. Let's save it because this is, this is a whole yeah. ins- conspiracy yeah. bring itself. It back. Let's save it. All right, let's bring it back. It so, is. So, yeah, you're right. As you so can we, tell, I like my shit. So we already went over the <laughs> exploration <laughs> itself, Operation High Jump. Yes. We went over on how Admiral Byrd... Which was extremely short, and we don't really know much about it. That's why there's really not a lot of information on but it. But soon it will. There, There was one... I really wish I could... 
remember exactly what it was, but there was one interview that I listened to of a guy that interviewed another guy, and he was on his deathbed, kind of did not want his name uh, out until he passed away, didn't want anything released, but he told his whole story about his accounts of the the operation and everything. So I feel like maybe some things will surface, maybe they'll get buried, who knows? It's... It's um, it's up in the air. It's hard. It's hard. Nothing. We can't trust really anything. That's the sad part. You can't trust anything nowadays. So what do you, I guess to wrap the segment up in general? What do you guys think? I think we should go down there. I would on tap in the sticks, to. Antarctica. I would love to. Could you imagine? I don't know what hoops you'd have to. I would imagine you'd it would have to be just insane Google it. hoops. How can I go to Antarctica? Dude, I bet, I yeah. bet if you just, you know, I think you would have cards, to be right? devoted enough to go there for like a year because you would need the scientific visa, whatever the hell it is, to allow yeah. you to go there. Right, I bet you can. And they're probably going to be like, through, yeah, but I think you would have to be so dedicated enough that you're going to spend like half a Mr. fucking year. Or something Mr. Beast there. was actually supposed to go there to film yep. a video, and then like it's the week they're supposed really? to go there. Yep. All the scientists came down with COVID. I never mm. heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And they thing actually, itself. they spent like a lot of time and money into that too, like getting that set up. And how the fuck would scientists in Antarctica get COVID? Dude. You would think they'd yeah. be tight as hell about people that. coming in. How would COVID get down there? That's what I'm I saying, bro. I don't think bro. people just get in. Like, I feel like they would have tested for COVID pretty hardcore. You know what I mean? How the fuck would COVID get down there? How would COVID get down there? The, maybe it was in that. There's a lot of box. mysteries for us to hit, brother. Yeah, lucky maybe, for us. Maybe, maybe they have a small town restaurant down there, and that's. <laughs> they had their bars open past nine. That's where I get all my diseases. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the that's the problem, and and that's the thing, and and maybe we can do a part two on it because there's just there's so much there's random so much shit that's tied on in what? Yeah. Antarctica on, yeah. on Antarctica in general. I like Antarctica a lot. So. Nazis, aliens, there's so much more. And so, it's great. It's so hard to go into all of the different facets because it leads you down so many different rabbit holes. And it's all intertwined with like other like conspiracies too. Like everything kind of shares like some common themes mm-hmm. here and there. And it's hard to hard to go into one without getting your feet wet. You, you go into so many. It's a domino effect of just everything. Everything and that's the crazy part is because everything intertwines and connects together. So it leads you down a rabbit hole because there's so many things that connect. And that just makes you think more that it could be real. So my closing thoughts are, my big one that I want to say is shout out and thank you to Colton Hecht, correct? Yep. He has been commenting on our videos for us to touch on Operation High Jump. Yes, Twice I've seen it that he, yeah. he's been on our ass about and it. Yeah, and I didn't know anything about this. I'd until, never heard about it no. until I didn't know anything that. about this. I knew about it. Dude, Antarctica. I love it. It's my favorite. It's so about far the out of here. all the conspiracy theories I've yep. gone through. I just like it because there's not a lot on it. Yeah. No. No, it's and so people up in have, the air. Dude, I went on YouTube. There is not shit. There's yeah. not very The much. only thing they show is people just playing the old documentary that aired. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the problem is, is I listened to like five different uh things on it and most of them all said different shit so like it's but it's fun because it's so mysterious yeah yeah it, it, it is fun 
It is it is a blast. It makes you think and look at how much we have talked and just and expanded on uh, just a crazy concept. And I think there's no way that we understand exactly what's going on in this world. I think there's no. so much deeper than what we perceive. Exactly. I, I want to give a shout not. out to Sam Tripoli. Tripoli. He, Tripoli. I want to say Tripoli. He uh, does he pick he up cars? talked about it on Rogan. Oh, and okay. this is where I became oh, obsessed yep. with it. I thought it was going to be like your friend or something. <laughs> so he he was the one that inspired me for this whole. Is that this the one whole that you conspiracy. sent to us when yep. this started? Okay. You seem like a good guy. That's one. Of, that's one of the first ones that pops up on yeah. YouTube when you look up Anarchy. I would shit. love to sit and talk with him about Sam it. Tripoli. Oh yeah, dude. Because he seemed well versed in it. Like surprisingly, like knew a lot. He was hyped, and he kept dude. saying. You want me to get weird? You want yeah, me? I fucking I was hoping to God he would. Dude, yeah. It's incredible. I love getting weird. I want to get weirder. Right, I need every another day. beer. All right, boys and girls, let's get serious real quick. This episode is brought to you by Unlimited Masonry. If you need new brick, new stone, brick repair, stone repair, concrete, chimney repair, Bar. give us a call. The fuck was that? I, yeah, I shouldn't have done that, but I just well, he built. They built this for us. Oh shit! Well, back to the episode. I do like that. Actually, that would be, be funny as fuck. What the fuck is that? Because I got all the points across. Yeah, you did. All right, we are back from a bathroom break. Absolutely uh, revitalizing situation. Really brought us back to reality. I feel so empty inside. I was so full <laughs> of aggression and conspiracy and thoughts and piss, and now. I have one less of those things. So coming back here, Cody's birthday was right before Halloween, and I had I had this incredible gift picked out for him. It didn't work out for our recording, and I just wanted to give this gift to you on air because it's so meaningful and has a lot of deep meaning to it. Okay. So You're a good guy. There's two things that I know about Cody that I want to help him with in life, okay? Mm-hmm. I want to help him. I want to help him be a better person because – Cody, you are my best friend. All right? That's, Thank you. Cool. That is true. <laughs> we'll get into Sam's that best. Well, he wants to get into Benjamin Franklin. Hope the rest so. of the pod goes good. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to help you grow as a person. So I got, I went, to, I bought something. I have not bought something from the store since uh, System of a Down Toxicity album came out. My first ever, <laughs> first ever album I ever bought, Barnes & Noble. Shout out. I bought books. I've never bought books there before. But I bought two books for you to help you be a better person, okay? So my first book is I got I got TikTok for Dummies because I know you nice. need help. Good I know, choice. I know Good. you need help. Maybe you can figure out how to use TikTok. <laughs> hey, skinny that book. We could really, really use a new guest. Yeah, so. it's, it's a pretty skinny book, but I think that there's a lot of really good reading material in here. <laughs> okay. And it can make you a better person. Yep, okay. thank you. You could learn a lot. Thank you. And... There's one other thing about Cody that what what would you think, Sam, is the biggest flaw about Cody? Well, I would say Cody's racist. He's sexist. I would say <laughs> Cody likes to go back on his word. He's Here's a liar. The Here's the thing, that's Sam. That's funny because I think my grandparents would also say that exact same thing about me. Here's the same. And you know, that's the whole reason you brought me on is the PR from the last uh, last episode. Yeah, bring it's a Jew bad. on. Yeah. So, so <laughs> <laughs> you curly headed fuck. <laughs> so, here's how you know that. Wait, wait, Sam, wait. What, what, what was that? What did you call him? I called him a curly headed fuck. So I said, here's how you know Sam. Is a is a also a phenomenal friend of Cody's 
Because what was the first thing that you said, Sam? That's um, the worst thing about them. Racist. So that's why I got you a book because you were having a child here okay. shortly. You were having a child. <laughs> In the studio. <laughs> I, got you, I got you a book on parenting, Raising Anti-Racist Children. That's so what this, a cause, brother. Yes, because I know that is a big problem for you. So I want big problem. I want I've been to, worried about Cody's child. I want to help you. This is one. So I knew the TikTok one. You're probably not going to read that. But I really hope you read this one because <laughs> you're gonna, not going to read it. I think you might really want to take a look through that put one. The, put that one. That's one when you have when you have Christmas this year. Just put it on your coffee table. Like oh, you're like it's funny. like a common reading gift or something maybe you and lincoln could read it together well i think maybe you, need you to could read learn it. a couple Raising you need to read anti-racist children a practical parenting guide nice thank you i appreciate the gift i know you don't this is actually a thick book honestly especially how many compared pages to the are in this hey, it for you it should be double as thick brother so i wanted i want to Ooh, just be clear i was i was looking for a social media for <laughs> dummies book and then I was looking for a PowerPoint for Dummies book, and I couldn't get PowerPoint because I knew Cody <laughs> has problems with PowerPoint. But I was I, I was at Barnes and Noble for a long time looking for these fucking books. <laughs> Dude, this is perfect. This yeah. is fucking great. And I I asked the lady, I'm like, do you have a parenting section? And she sent me there, and I was looking through it, and I seen the ant raising ant. Dude, that probably had its busy. own like pedestal at Barnes and Nobles. Oh, <laughs> dude, this even it has fill in parts. Like, how do you define yourself? Like ad-libs? What labels or identities do you immediately identify as? I don't want... This is great. I don't want want to, like, say I'm, like, making fun of it. I kind of... That's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, it kind of is what it... See, okay. That's a bad look. Can we be real for a second? The only reason that this is even funny in the (laughs) slightest (laughs) is because Cody is the most anti-racist person I've ever met, and the chances of him having a child that's even slightly racist... Would blow my mind, dude. He is so grateful you said that right now. He's so happy. He was yearning, he was yearning for that. No just, PR for dude, the no, win, no, brother. Fuck this guy. This guy has belittled me for years <laughs> <laughs> on on camera, <laughs> off camera. He's a racist. Belittled. You're a racist, <laughs> and you need this well, book. Sam, I appreciate that. <laughs> either way, either way. Hey, Cody care. did I got say he's lose. homophobic on the pod one time. Let's. My social justice warrior sister brought it to my attention. Yeah. All I know is that me and, uh, I know it's going to get bleeped out, but <laughs> it's time to transition into a Q&A with the boys. Yeah, so a new section that we just brought up. So if you do not follow our uh, Snapchat on Tap Official, uh, we asked for Q&As on there, correct? Correct. And that's where we got these questions from our listeners. Thank you so much for following the On Tap Official Snapchat account. And for giving us these questions. So, Sam, go go on in. So, for our first question, we're going to go with... So, this one, it might take me a little bit to explain. Okay. So, the question is, if you won the $2 billion Powerball, okay. what would you do with the money? And it also notes, none of that I'd pay my bills and make sure my parents are set for life bullshit. Just straight enjoyment, selfish buy. So, Bodie, let's start with you. Well. So, wait, wait. We're talking the day that shit hits, the day you fucking bring your ticket in and it hits your account. Day. Yeah. Like, it hits your account. You're fucking, like, you, you have $2 billion in your account right now. Dude, like, straight up what, F what you, you money. Actually, what, what, $900 million. 
That's what it came out to after taxes. Okay, nine hundred million. The cash out option was deposited into your account today on the spot. I I don't know what I do, but I heard one of the best all time answers to this question I've heard from someone I work with just fairly recently. He said, "You know if if I." He was kind of a drunk too when he said it. Hell yeah! He said, "He said, you know, if I if I want it, I would hire a guy full time just to follow my old boss around and go fuck you." Fuck you. <laughs> I love the slur. Fuck you. I love the slur. And then I build you. a I build a house with a moat and I just stand guard <laughs> by it all day. And I was like, dude, there's so much brilliance in this plan. And the only person allowed in the jawbridge, the drawbridge, is a Ron Diaz semi. <laughs> 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 that is phenomenal. And I, I love thought, that. OG. I thought that was pretty. That was pretty brilliant. I really like that castle of the moat idea too. Yeah, that was a good idea. I did think about this. I, I actually probably thought about this a lot more than a normal person would, before you even brought this question to me. Um, so, I think first things I would do, I wouldn't tell anybody. I would try to be as anonymous as possible, because it would ruin your fucking life. It was actually just. Like, just a couple of years ago, Minnesota passed a law where you can be anonymous. You can be now. It's a couple of years ago. They made it. There's a few states like where you have to announce it. Yep. Yes. And Minnesota used to, like used to be one of them. Yeah. Until, like, 2019 when it started getting huge. But uh, because here's the problem with the lottery. You win that fucker. You got all these people coming out of the woodwork looking for handouts. Looking hey, for, bud, haven't seen yeah. you since fifth grade. Oh, How man, you dude, doing, I man? miss you, man. We should hang out, dude. You know, like these people that are like not real friends and shit. You, you know, even have to up. get like uh, insurance for uh, um, ransom, ransom insurance. No Because it's like it's such a common insur- occurrence that like people like kidnap your wife It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. That is a terrible thing to have to buy. But talk about. A time where you can say, I made it. If you're at the point of your life where you have so much money and so much things that people want that you need ransom insurance, you've made it. Dude, you made it. You have fucking made it. Oh, that'd be so fun. (laughs) It's not fun. It's not fun. I'm not saying it's fun, but talk about uh, that is like that brings you into the next bracket. That's not what I picture success, but. Would anybody I think it's part of hey, success. Success comes from hard work and dedication. Or a lotto ticket. <laughs> Your dad gives you a farm and you became successful. Would any <laughs> part of you feel... Because I thought about this one day. Like, like, would there be some part of you that's like, you know, I didn't really like do anything special to deserve this. Like, nope. Except for being right, not one exactly. ounce. Like, if you had that if, money... It depends on where it's coming from, I guess. You know what I mean? Like from if, the lottery specifically, I'd be like... Deuces. Right. I'm yeah. never playing the lottery Because there's a certain lottery amount. Lottery who? There's, right, yeah. There's a certain <laughs> amount where it's just like, I don't have I don't have thoughts of that. Dude, you it's hit the like, mecca of gambling. How could you right. ever gamble again after? Yeah. Like, just, uh, I think just that's the problem. You, you, chase, <laughs> like, you chase it. You chase that high again. Imagine that feeling. Double it back. Imagine. <laughs> imagine that feeling. It would be insane. There wouldn't be anything else. The fucking else. rush. Of like, holy fuck, what just happened? My whole life just changed. Just like that. That was a really good Just because I bought some stupid fucking ticket. Yeah. yeah There'd be nothing that could top it. That you was a lottery ticket, actually? I, no. I, I didn't. didn't buy any. My boss, <laughs> I met, dude, he was every gas station <laughs> yeah. on the way home. Like, yep. So did someone actually win it? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, California. So the day of the drawing, mm-hmm. 
Don't fact my check boss, me on that. My boss was bullshit. going to every gas station on the on the freeway. Yeah. On the way home, dude. He was fucking ready really? to go. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, it's crazy. It's this crazy thought that someone did get it. And and even the gas station that sold it won a million. What? And, yeah. Oh. How does that work? You get it's almost like selling pull tabs. You get tips for if you sell a winner. Really? This gas station got a million for selling the winning ticket. Damn. So even the gas the gas station did a press release, a uh, whole interview with uh, the Powerball and the news about what they were going to do. They had a massive check for a million dollars. They were wearing lottery shirts. Yeah, look it up. Oh, they got merch too. Damn. So yeah. Cody, what would you do, brother? I didn't. I never got to mine. I never got to mine. I, I went. Thought you said it. No, I went off in depthly, and then it just went off. That was a good. Team. I was saying how deep I <laughs> thought about it, but I would. So I would stay anonymous is what I said. But then I think I would build a massive wall around my whole property. And then I would personally build a massive bunker. I would not have anybody involved in it. I would build it all myself so that nobody knows exactly where it is or what's in it. And I would build a whole bunker to myself. I would spend like four months and just build a fucking bunker. A bunker. So you would stay. Yes. You're... You'd you're just in. you're basically living your same life, except you're gonna have a badass wall and an even more badass bunker. Dude, I would of- stay. Try to keep the same image. I would try to keep the same in- image that I have, but underneath a kick-ass fucking trap door in the woods <laughs> would be something amazing. No, that's a good idea because in our mm-hmm. small town. Information never spreads anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's very tight. So it would very be very fucking tight forever. Yeah. That's, that's genius. Dude, what but, kind of cool shit would you throw in there? Like, uh, I would put. Lot. Oh boy. Well, I'd put a really kick-ass car. I'm trying to think of what my not. Dude, a you could put a car. whole racetrack underground with that Honda yeah. Civic. <laughs> I would do a 1994 Honda Civic DX, completely <laughs> brand new. Like, just refurbished mint condition. Because that was my first ever car, and that car was incredible. You get a fleet of them. gave me so much fun. So much fun. I beat the fuck out of that thing. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is really cool, honestly. Yeah, that okay, would, go that ahead. would be sweet. Go ahead. But imagine the fun of absolutely self-destructing and spending all the money on drugs so, and the worst possible So thing. you're going with the stereotypical most answered thing, hookers and blow. That's what you're doing. Well, it's part mm. of it. I don't like either one of those things. So, I'm going to say everything else, but similar categories. So, that's just, you're just going to go fucking wild. Honestly. Probably OG. Any, anything that any of my friends want. What are the, okay, you go Sam and then I got a question. Mine's simple as fuck. I got a question. So, I'm just going to go with the day of the money hitting my account. First things first, I'm calling MSP. Is that? How do you say the airport? airport? The airport, yeah, MSP. Yeah. I'm calling them up. Simple. I'm getting a private plan. Okay. No doubt about it. <laughs> I actually got a buddy that sells planes. I'm going, going straight yeah. to Vegas. Dude, all custom out to that. I'm hitting up Mason Knox. Dude. I'm honestly, also, I'm bringing all the homies. Anybody that can make it, they're coming. I met that guy once. I support your decision of hooking, hooking Mason up and living. I'm going to Vegas. I'm getting the penthouse in Caesars Palace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to buy at least 10 plus hookers for my boys. Well, <laughs> I'm going to bottle service everything. Everything, when you see the movies about people going to Vegas and living it up or whatever, yeah, that is going to be what I do. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm going to live the night of my life. It's going to be 
a night to write a whole movie about. Okay. All the boys are going to have the night of their life. Mm-hmm. Probably only spend $1 million on this night. Dude, that's the thing. You're going to even make a steal dent. my idea. I like that I the one night, like <laughs> narrowing everything down in a oh, one night. So that's the thing is my that first night that I have the money is going to be a night I will never forget. I will be doing every drug yeah. I possibly can. I'll be fucking as many hookers <laughs> as I possibly can. I'll be in a penthouse. I'll be sleeping in some sets. It seems bad, but at some least you're honest. Silk honestly. sheets. And you, you wouldn't know? even make a dent. And and yeah. here's the thing. We're not even asking you what you're going to do after that night because my question is, and I think it was just answered, wh- who do you think would live the longest after winning? Oh, like, out of all four of us here? Not me. Can, I think, I think me. Sam just answered Sam would probably be the first person. You the, win, <laughs> Sam would, would be the first person to die. Oh, like, 100%. Just because of living. So you're going to have to have to set up a will. Uh, schedule in 15 <laughs> minutes to make sure you know Dude, where this money's going. My family is going to be so set up. I won't even yeah. need a will. You'd be like, I'll probably give it to something cool. Like record a video when you're just blasting. Operation High Jump. Yeah. <laughs> Research. <laughs> record a will video. Just blasted with 10 hookers around you. Just. <laughs> I just wanted to say, if I die. <laughs> and I want it played on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Want the, it live. The will reading. What's that called? What's that called? There's a special name when the will is read. I'll look it up. But uh, when it's read, uh, that'll be on the podcast is when Sam's will is read. What a dismal thing to talk about. Okay. What a dismal thing. What a dismal time if we actually have to do that. But, hey, here's hey, the deal. You're Evan here for King, the content, obviously. Yeah, Evan King, okay, great in. question. Oh, that was from Evan. Nice. He brought a lot. Shout he out. He brought a lot to it. This, this hat's from him. Yep, this hat's from him. Thank you, Evan. So this question, this one's a, a little simpler. <laughs> Which side of the armrest is yours in the theater slash cinema? Left. <laughs> I completely disagree. It, it all depends on who's next to you. No, 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 no. Dumb as fuck. So I went to the theater yesterday, and I'll tell you what. It's 100% the right. Okay, which one are we talking about? Are we talking about AMC? Where it's Any of them. The, the it's sofa? all Right. It's your right arm. Okay, so what that if you're your... on the very left side of a row? That one on your left, you just can't use that? Fuck. <laughs> then what? Damn, bro, you just Doesn't blew up my whole shit. That you're right, it sense. is the left. Fuck, kill me. But then if you're on the far right of an other then row, you get then both. you get the right. Both? So why can't it just be Fuck. why can't it just be situational? Wait, you would. I would be down for both. If you were at the end both. of the row, you would get both. Yeah. Because technically the guy next to you should get a left. One of, what, I think you get both, get both no matter what. Why can't you just share half an armrest? Mm. Here's the deal. Here's the don't, deal. don't some theaters like have the double armrest? Like, I'm they fairly do. certain that the AMC. But not Hinkley Grand Cinema. That sounds boring. <laughs> well, that's what part of the lotto money go to. <laughs> some more armrests than that bitch. <laughs> uh, less armrests. I say one big ass couch. That's one Dude, big that's ass thinking. couch. And make everybody sit together. Hell yeah. Hammond. Is there 15 pull-out couches? Another question on there? Sam? So, uh, how many do you have? But no, with? I wanted to say I think that it, it all comes down to if you're with your boys or if you're with a girl. Because if you're going there with a girl, then obviously the armrest between you two is not used. You're going to be like, true. You got that bitch up. You sick. Or you're yeah, like, true. or you're going the old yawn trick or over the top. <laughs> and then you're yeah, using it basically, the if you have a date and you use that armrest, you're a pussy. Yeah, 100%. Mm. I actually did that with Cody's ex-girlfriend. 
I went out to a movie with Cody's ex-girlfriend. Really? And I was too scared to pull the armrest out. Yeah. Damn. Really? I don't remember. Savage. <laughs> I don't remember With that, that. let's <laughs> go into the next question. And this one comes from Kyle Sim. So I'm sure you can imagine this is a good question. Oh, dude, Kyle hits it. Kyle the beer lady. Would you rather sit on a cake and eat a dick? <laughs> or sit on a dick and eat a cake. <laughs> oh my god, that's such a good question. <laughs> I'll start this one out. This is very simple oh, for me. <laughs> so personally, I'm not a cake guy. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had to choose, I'm sitting on a dick and eating a cake. <laughs> Because you bet your ass I ain't sitting on no cake and sucking no dick. <laughs> he didn't say suck a dick. He said eat a dick. So I feel like you could maybe to come into me. I, feel I think like that sounds even trans- grosser. Dude, bro, to what into you? To what into you? That what wasn't an option. That wasn't even on the thing. No, but eat a dick. I think you could do like some cannibalistic shit. Oh. Just like cook it up, saute it, that right. shit. You know, like they sell tiger penises. And and so what, yeah, what so you're is sitting it, on cake? What if what it's saying. it could be whale dick though? It be it didn't specify what dick. It didn't say what kind of dick. It did not say what kind of dick. See, like, I feel like for sake of the argument, let's say human. I I feel like it's a pretty fill in the blank. Yeah, it's implied that it's human. That it's a man. <laughs> so and what I'm are you doing, f- bro? You sucking dick? Or are you sitting on it? I think I'm gonna <laughs> try to keep my butthole as much of an exit as possible. And I'm gonna go for the eat a dick, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, you'd still but have to not, put cake. It'd up be there. a comfy seat. No, no, it's not. It's not put cake up there. It's sit on a cake. Like literally, Is it not sit on a cake. Yeah, well, you just, oh, you're just so then you on. don't have to put a, a dick in your butt then. But you have you to suck just, one. Oh, so you're saying you, don't you, don't just sit, you could just sit on a flaccid penis? Right. Wow, that changed my thoughts a lot. <laughs> well, then, I guess I would. If if it could be a flaccid penis and to sit on it, if you're just gonna bend the rules, I guess that. No, there's totally no real bend. bend. It's like sitting on old Papa's lap back in the day, eating, <laughs> your, eating your cake at your birthday or something. You're like, I've you already have, done that. We have I've all, already done that. Wait, 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 wait. This isn't weird? This. We've all done this. <laughs> we, we've already all answered the question, Kyle. On to the next <laughs> one. <laughs> so for our next question, let's just take the four of us thank for you, this. Kyle. It was originally for the three of us, but we'll wrap Bodie in. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> so we're all stuck on an elevator for six hours. We have a four. We have forty-eight bush lights. Okay, we're stuck there for six hours. Who is the first person to pee in the corner and establish the piss corner? I'm. I'm. It's my corner. I'm pissing first. I think <laughs> mark my territory. I would. I would say. I think I'd be fine. I got one hell of a bladder. I think I I'm hold, for sure we, the we, person to establish the piss corner. Yeah, bro. I think we just yeah. established that I can hold my piss because I was pissing. Cody came and pissed between my legs, and I was still pissing when Cody was done. So I think we can. I got. Yeah, a that bladder. was impressive. He cut midstream. Yeah. Too. I have a bigger bladder, bud. I'd win. Oh, I feel like you could peel open Probably. the doors or something. Can you do that? Piss off the shaft. <laughs> I think you could. Isn't that what you always do? Yeah, always piss on the <laughs> shaft. Yeah. So for our final question, Mm -hmm. to wrap up the show, does anyone have any big plans for the year, either for the show or for you personally? Jesus Christ, did Ellen ask that? What the fuck kind of question is that? Ellen DeGeneres? Yeah. No, it was not. It was actually a longtime fan that's very dedicated to the show. Oh, I feel bad. Frequently Snapchats us and (laughs) likes our posts. So you'll know who you are. I'm sorry. 
disrespected by him. All right, give me the smelling salts. Favorite. Give me the smelling salts. Give me the smelling salts. I think you got to uh, take a little sip. Of I'm going to say, as far too. as the pod goes, dude. For I think sh- we're going to we're going to switch some shit up. We gotta. We're going to sure. spice it up in the next couple of weeks. Bodie's on board. Bodie actually just actually ha- made an office in the studio here. Dude, I love my so, We have a community now. <laughs> so Bodie, Sam, and me all have offices in here. When Tyler's laid off, Tyler, when, when, where's Tyler's, my office at? Tyler's Tell me where my office is. Basically, going to have right an here, office brother. sitting on the movie theater chairs that we have in the living room out here. <laughs> I could just turn on snowmobile videos, and that'll be my office. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> studying. So with it'll yeah, be yeah. it'll be a big winter. We got yeah. a lot of shit coming up. With one hundred percent like seriousness, I can because like be doing be doing a hella merch, hella merch, hella merch, merch skits. People on the street, who knows what's gonna happen? The Racism. pod, we're we're actually we're messing around with an idea for a new a new pod, a new once podcast, a month. new podcast. It's in the works. Let's just let let's put it out there so that there's pressure. So you got the name. Do you have the name? You have yeah, the we, name. Don't say the that's name. not the name. Don't say the name. Not the name. It's not ready to go yet. No, you need pressure. No. You need pressure. No pressure. When's it coming out? No pressure. When's the first episode? Uh, I, I have a guest that we could get on as soon as next week. So if you stuck with this with well, us this far. Spoiler Cody's, alert. Cody's giving the no signal. Spoiler alert. New podcast. I'm not on it. <laughs> I know I know all the I know all the listeners are gonna be so pissed off. They're gonna be like, I don't even know if I want to listen to it. Tyler's not on it, but I just wanna let you guys know. I don't even know what you're talking about, bro. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right, we'll see you guys next week. I'm fucking off the sauce, bro. Yeah. Shout out Cody hey, Ray. I want to. I want a big. Uh, yeah, shout out Cody Ray. Let's do that. And uh, thank you, all the listeners. Follow us on. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube. Like the video. Comment on Facebook. Share with your friends. It's the easiest way that we can grow. Thank you so much for making it this far in the episode. We appreciate every single one of you. And uh, follow us on this journey because. And, sorry for my personal friends. I am so sick and tired of hitting you up every time we drop a clip saying like, comment, and share. So will you please just do it ahead of time? I'd really appreciate it. It's not about being reactive. It's about being proactive. That was the wrong button. I still (laughs) fucked with it, though. I was looking for the outro. I like (laughs) Okay, damn it. Well, set that up again, Sam. Set it up again. What up? Thanks for listening to On Tap with the Boys. Be sure to follow us on social media and stay updated. Tune in next week for another episode about Tyler's problems. Tyler smells. I wanted to do another shout out to Sam about you came into the uh, the group chat saying, let's bring it back. Let's bring in some old energy. Let's drink before. Let's get drunk. I want to say thank you, Sam, because I had a blast. We are, I'm fucking drunk. Yep. Also, I Doing failed good? No Nut November. Oh, are you still <laughs> doing? You failed? Oh, oh, dude. The one and only.